It means seeing your flaws, seeing your accepting flaws, them, accepting and realizing, and realizing I, can I can do better. So, these are just a few thoughts to think about on this podcast. So, welcome to Winning with Trevor. I appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you can be successful. Welcome back to your weekly podcast, Winning with Trevor, your no BS guide to self-improvement, personal development, overcoming obstacles, becoming successful in life, being able to listen to something while you drive to work or you drive to pick up your child across town or you're driving to go grocery shopping or you're reeling in this almost pass out moment post Black Friday and Cyber Monday. The dollar signs are spinning before your eyes. You lay up staring at the ceiling wondering how, why did it all happen? And then you tune in to this podcast and we give you the whys, we give you the hows, the methodology for reaching that next level of self that we know you're capable of. And I do not usually use a plural pronoun when describing myself, but I'm speaking of this community, rather, of people that are becoming involved, people that are subscribed to my weekly newsletter, coming out every Tuesday, getting a bunch of really good, put that pep in your step, advice and tips with beautiful graphic images and the email every Tuesday in the morning time, Central Standard Time. You can subscribe at www.trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe and get on that newsletter. Be part of the community. We interact, we talk, we find ways to solve those big problems in life which aren't so big once you break them down and you realize it's just aggregates, just components of causality, right? We create the life that we live in by the actions that we do, by the words that we choose, and by the beliefs and perceptions that we hold as a result of the experiences that we've had and the conclusions that we've drawn from these experiences. The good news is, it's all within our control. One single choice to change that perspective that we have inside ourselves can make a world of difference. When we're out there sweating it out, we're trying to do our best to pay our bills, support our families, whether that's immediate nuclear families or extended families, we're doing our best to be the best for those that love us and for those that we care about as well because it matters. It's important that we're there for them and we show up. Sometimes the simplest thing that we can do for other people is show up, be there. Just be there. Be there for other people. Let them know they matter, they count. They're part of your tribe. You're part of my tribe. And I'm really happy to welcome you to this new podcast on this post-Thanksgiving, post-Cyber Monday, post-Black Friday event horizon. We have now arrived at the official start of the Christmas season. The stores are already playing the holiday music. Now, maybe it's just me. I prefer to at least let that 1201 pass by first before the Christmas music comes. But, you know, it is what it is. I don't know if you got caught up in the crazy madness of the shopping. You know, you see these pictures 
of people uh, and news stories crushed up against the glass doors of, I don't know, the Apple retail store to buy the newest MacBook or wherever people are in crushed, crazy mobs. And, you know, if that's your thing, if that brings happiness and joy and light to your life, who am I to take that away from you? But we like to contemplate here on Winning with Trevor. We like to sit back, put our feet up, think about the world, think about how we as people can become catalysts for amazing change. Not everyone's Gandhi. Not everyone is going to be that person that's going to invent the light bulb. Not everyone's going to be Nikola Tesla. But we all make a difference. You know, when we have these moments of hopelessness in our life, sometimes it's good to remember we can make a difference. And sometimes that difference is just being there for other people, being there for the folks that are in our lives, being able to say a kind word, a cheerful smile, to be able to simply show your emotional support to other people when it counts. You never know what someone's going through. You can't judge a book by its cover. Sometimes people that look like they have it really well together. They got a great job, great family. Sometimes they're the ones that are really suffering on the inside because they don't know how to cope. They don't have tools, the tools that I teach in this podcast and in the newsletter and in the free ebook, which you can snag at www.trevorwgoodchild.com slash free book. And that's five tools for successful relationships. It has helped many people develop successful relationships amongst coworkers, family members, and friends. Many people who have downloaded this book have given me really great feedback about it. They've enjoyed it. It's helped them reach that next plateau. But there are some people out there that they've never heard of this podcast. They've never come across a real personal development uh, point of contact that they trusted, that they felt was, you know, personally relatable, I guess. Some people just have this outside perspective on it. It's just one of those things that they've heard about but not really experienced. And so these people, these, you know, the missing majority, uh, uh, they suffer silently because they don't have the tools to even cope with what's going on, to understand emotional intelligence, to understand how to articulate their feelings in a healthy and constructive way to other people or to reach out, right? We have this kind of myth of masculinity in, in some ways in uh, American culture where it's that tall, dark, and silent. We have to, as men, we're expected to shoulder uh, a lot of the emotional burden by being stoic and not expressing ourselves. Now, definitely being there, being strong for other people is, is a very beautiful thing. But the way that that manifests in emotional strength and validity can vary, and it's very nuanced. You know, simply telling your child they did a good job and that you are proud of them, that, can, that shows so much more emotional strength than being distant and silent. So, you know, there's, there's levels upon levels upon levels upon levels. And 
I think it's just really important to kind of always have that moment of self-awareness, which is our current theme amongst the four maxims. Those being success, what that really means, how being successful is manifested in the completion of our journey as a healthy, emotionally balanced, self-empowered, tapping our full potential human being. That's success. And that can lead to the other parts of success traditionally defined by the kind of car or house you have, the kind of money that you have in your bank account, and the lifestyle that you lead as a result. But before all that, be a good person. Don't be an asshole. That's step one. And happiness, which is, of course, very closely linked. The ability to really feel happy without, I guess, extending effort or trying so much to be happy. But it's more of a state of, of being rather than a sense of a result of really hardworking effort. We get stuck in this sense of thinking that, oh, you know, this, I don't know, modicum, this, this motto that all we need is hard work and it'll all pay off. But, I mean, think about it. Effort alone doesn't produce results. You've got to have your inner compass aimed in the right direction. You've got to have your inner compass aimed true, magnetic north, for your, your sense of purpose. Otherwise, what are we doing, right? Okay, I'm lost. I'm driving around in my car. GPS is not working. I, this actually happened to me today. I was driving around, and, and GPS was completely placing me in a different part of town. I have no idea how it was doing that. It, it placed me 10 miles away from where I was for where you are located. So the other reason why technology isn't always the answer, sometimes common sense using context clues is a lot more valuable. But in the sense that, you know, when you're lost, GPS isn't working, you're driving around, you can't find it, it doesn't matter how much effort you're putting into that driving. If you're headed in the wrong direction, you're headed in the wrong direction. You're not, you're not really going to solve that by cracking the whip down on yourself. So, you know, happiness is something that's more of an exploratory discovery of perception. Rather, to use a bunch of 10-point words there, Alex Trebek, I'll take what is happiness for 5,000. It's, it's really a matter of discovering yourself because we're on this journey, this discovery of the mystery of who we are. And it's, it's funny how little touched upon this is in a lot of, I don't know, sources of education, whether that's just regular, you know, secondary education or, you know, first your elementary school and middle school and high school. It's primary education. People, we don't really talk about that. You know, you see interviews on Oprah. You see interviews on various talk shows, The Daily Show, The Tonight Show, where someone might talk about psychology or sociology. Someone might discuss the nature of human beings, and we can even go Freudian with that, superego and id and transactional analysis, and go deep into that, or Socrates and question things. But really, it's not, it's not really focused on is what a mystery we are to ourselves, ourself to ourself. No, this is not a Kanye, Kermit the Frog meme, Kanye to Kanye, I'm still the best. This is more of a uh, matter of 
realizing we're so capable of moving mountains. We're so capable of doing such incredible feats. And this is not just the grandma that lifts, the, lifts up the Volkswagen to save a baby. I'm not just talking about adrenaline. I'm talking about as people that shape culture and society. I mean, the way we live today, a lot of the really amazing things that have, you know, we benefit from in our society that we don't really think about comes from even just one person. I mean, take Shakespeare, for example. He invented so many words that we use today. Uh, all's well that ends well. All that glitters is not gold. Even the word swagger has been attributed to Shakespeare. The point is this, is we can often take inspiration from the fact that we are so capable of doing so much more uh, in our life. And that's kind of the goal of personal development is to really tap into and access our potential to be more complete, capable, higher achieving human beings, right? To be the best version of ourself that we can be. Why settle for less? Why look at ourselves and kind of be like, meh, I'm going to half-ass being me today just because. It's all about the habits and the associations that we make with different situations that arise. and We just get in this habitual way of being, right? We think of habits, we think of people biting their nails, nervous twitches, you know, the different things we associate with habits, smoking cigarettes. But what about habits as a sense of who we are habitually, right? That's a whole rabbit hole to go down. Really, all I was just trying to say was that being happy is, in part, your journey to discover that mystery of yourself. Because if you don't really know who you are, you don't really have a sense of what you're capable of. You don't really know what deep down actually does make you happy. It's a little more of a challenge to discover that mystery of happiness as well. And then our next maxim is I achieve a PhD in digressing is, of course, personal responsibility, right? So we've got success, happiness, personal responsibility. Unless we take responsibility for being that Indiana Jones, discovering the crystal skull inside our inner self of selves, how can we really get beyond step one? We have to have that responsibility, that sense that we kind of owe it to ourselves to be more than that half-assed version of us that we tend to do. We put on, kind of slap on this sloppy little mask, go out and do our thing in the world, and then along the way you kind of have people that fall by the wayside because you weren't really trying that hard to be like, a good person or to be the best person that you can be and so then you force other people to deal with your shit because you're not dealing with your shit but you gotta deal with your shit get your shit together that should be the new podcast get your shit together podcast sponsored by shit flakes your healthy nutritious yet savory breakfast uh it just comes down to the fact that when we own up for who we are we own up for 
the feelings that we feel. We take responsibility for our own happiness. It gives us that much more power to play an active role in determining that now is that time. It's not tomorrow. It's not next month. It's not next year. Now is the time we're going to be happy. We're going to decide to tap into that hidden potential that we all have to really do better, to be better, simply by being aware and taking responsibility, having that personal responsibility. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's actually a trigger word for a lot of people when you say, own up, be responsible. Your happiness is your responsibility to determine and to figure out. It's not something that your parents are going to hand to you on a golden platter already prepared and done for you. Something that people can teach you tools for how to get there and how to start becoming a happier person, which is kind of what I'm. my role is, you know, help you empower yourself. But until you take that really first initial step of saying, you know, I accept that life is not everything that it could be. I accept that I am perhaps not a bad person. I'm a good person, but am I the best person that I'm capable of being? I think I can do more. You know, I'm going to take responsibility to close that gap, to bridge that gap between who I am and who I could be. That I really was putting my all into it. And that responsibility, that personal responsibility, that's your gateway drug to awesomeness. Right, It is the gateway drug to awesomeness because when you start really owning up for the life that you live, so many more things become clear. The baggage that you've been attached to, that you've held on to, the beliefs about certain people, events, or things that just drag you down because you, you want to nag someone or the world and tell them that they should be this way or that way. And it just drains your own energy as well as other people's. Whereas it's like, wait, let me take responsibility for what I can do for my life. Stop worrying about other people and their life. What can I do? What can I change? It's an incredible motivator to get up in the morning and to say a new day, a new chance to be a new me. And this is my time. It's not next week. It's not tomorrow. It's today. It's right now. The time is now. Because the thing that happens is people will often end up, and I've been guilty of this in the past as well, just like anyone else, kind of just saying, okay, future note to self. Get your shit together someday. Dot, dot, dot. I remember making mental notes about things like that when I was younger. When I was a teenager, I, I even thought about that specifically. I thought, you know, there'll be a day when I decide to drop the bullshit and get my shit together. That day's not today. It'll come someday. I'll get around to it. Ended up being many years later when I finally did. Yeah, we can't change the past. I'm not going to cry over spilt milk. 
not that I, I haven't at times reminisced about kind of the lost opportunities and lost chances that I've had in the past. I still believe in a better future and a brighter future that we can all create by being proactive and choosing right now to own up for who we are and what we do. But I guess the point in that is what's going to happen in five years if you keep putting it off, right? You're going to be in the same place asking the same question. Why haven't things improved? It's because you didn't do your part. You didn't own up for your own feelings and your ability and your power to do something about changing the quality of your life and the quality of your inner emotional life to be healthier, to be better, to be balanced, to be something that you can be proud of and not to be motivated by ego or pride, but the sense that you've actually done the inner work on yourself that really counts, that you know everyone in your life now is benefiting from because you've taken responsibility for who you are. No longer are you going through life wearing that half-assed little mask of yourself that isn't really who you are. It's only that little shadow self of like what a half-assed effort of being yourself looks like. You know, it's actually you, the real you, that doesn't really deal with the petty bullshit anymore because you realize you're above it. It doesn't really matter to you because you're worth so much more. And now instead of going through your day, making your coworkers or your friends or your family have to put up with your bullshit, right, and have to deal with the fact that you're not dealing with the facts, you're not, you know, giving them shit, right, because you're not getting your shit together. And now that no longer is the case because you've taken responsibility. You've stepped up. You've stepped up and you said, I can change. I will change. I will never, ever give up. I can do better. I will do better. I will never, ever, ever give up. And you've empowered yourself now to step out of the shadows into the light. You've left the bullshit behind. It's all real talk. That's some of the power of personal responsibility. Now, your relationships with other people have improved. Now, your ability to interact with uh, someone else, whether that's on a romantic level, whether that's on a, a level with your coworkers and your business associates, whether that's on a level of regular, everyday motherfuckers on the street you interact with, you're like positive now. You don't resent people for no reason. You don't make other people have to put up with your bullshit because you've called yourself out on it with love, with compassion. Not a sense of, you know, hatred or force, but a sense of, you know what? You do matter, self, because I believe in you, because I think you're actually worth the effort. I'm going to call you on your shit, and we're going to get through it. Be a little better than maybe just the mediocre, bare minimum effort to get by and not really be curious to discover that mystery of who you are and who you are capable of becoming to become. You gotta ser. You know, you gotta really take the bull by the horns because that that little squirrely part of you, that little part of you that shirks from the light, that wants to say tomorrow, 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 let me write a to-do list for my future self to deal with five years from now. I'm gonna continue doing this bullshit but, you know, maybe my future self will get around to cleaning up the garbage of my present self because I'm not going to do it. And now it is that future. 
Now it is five years later. And now it is time today to say enough's enough. I deserve better. My friends and family deserve better. You know, one of the, I guess, effects, you know, and I kind of touched on this in a very specific circumstance in the last podcast, but I would say as an overarching theme to how my life has improved by practicing what I preach is that I have a really high number of high quality, high caliber social interactions now that I didn't have before when I made other people deal with my bullshit. When I wasn't able to be vulnerable a little bit and own up for the fact that I had made mistakes in the past with how I treated other people, that I wasn't really giving it my all. I was half-assing being a friend, being a son, you know, being a co-worker. I wasn't really being there. I was somewhere else. And you, you lose something really vital in the essence of life, the essence of of your experience of being truly engaged in the art of living life. Because we can all go through the routine. We can all buy the eggs and milk and bread and watch our series on Netflix. I love Orange is the New Black. I can't get enough of the latest series. But I'm still doing the good work. We can all zone out. We can all veg out. Okay, mission accomplished. What now? But being able to step up to the plate and say, you know what, I think, I think this year, I think this, this moment, I'm going to do a little soul searching. I'm going to start giving it my all. I'm going to find out what I'm capable of. That's such a scary question, right? And this brings us to our last but very pertinent Maxim, self-awareness. What are you truly capable of? What are you truly able to accomplish? That's such a scary question. It's like asking a girl out on a date. We're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of hearing that no. And I guess for my, you know, um, women listeners, it would be, something comparable, you know, like the approval of your your boyfriend or your fiancé or your girlfriend by your parents and that big if, you know, and, and wondering what's going to happen. Or maybe, maybe you're coming out and you don't know how your family's going to react. You know, it's that, it's that big if and it's scary. It's very scary. And this is one of those really huge, life-changing, momentous, you know, catalyst-type things. When you really, really, really ask yourself, your never-ending story child staring in the mirror, you know, at the very end, spoiler alert, uh, you're looking at yourself. What am I truly capable of? for success. How self-aware can I become? How can I shape my life in such a way that other people are benefited from the person I become?
How many times a day have you asked that question? I mean, this is, this is the kind of stuff people live their entire lives and then maybe, you know, maybe if they have some kind of aha moment at the very end in the nursing home, the family is gathered around and suddenly they're like, ah, oh, what could I have been capable of becoming had I listened to Trevor's podcast back in the day, taken his advice, and truly took action to become the best myself I could be. Right? No need for the thematics. I'm just emphasizing that this is what I'm sharing right now. This content that I'm freely delivering out to this world. This is stuff people live their entire life without realizing. And it's so important. It's so vital that you, you, you catalyze this for yourself. You have this, this self-realization for yourself. Yeah, it takes a little work. You gotta, you know, get out of the habit of just avoiding. But you take that personal responsibility to develop that self-awareness. You're gonna move mountains. You're gonna change people's lives. We don't all have to wait for that other person to step up and be the leader. You don't all have to be the alpha male. It's not necessarily along those binary dualistic lines. It's more like, what can you do for the world? Right? You don't have to start an orphanage. You don't have to start a homeless shelter in, you know, uh, sub-Sahara Africa. You, I mean, it's not, you don't have to adopt babies like Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. It's not really, you know, Hallmark card-like. This is more like, like individual, personalized, your relationship with the world, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with the universe. What truly are you capable of achieving? Ask yourself that. Find out. Maybe this answer is not going to come right away. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid that you might actually be able to achieve? Anyone that's really listening to this podcast, sincerely, and you're feeling these words in tu corazón, in your heart, you're actually feeling this. I want you to do that as an exercise. If you're driving right now, Make a mental note. When you get home, write this down on a piece of paper and try to answer it. What am I afraid of succeeding at? What am I really afraid that I'm capable of doing to be successful in my life? Find out. Brainstorm. Write the first ten things that come to your mind. Just write it down. See what happens. You might discover something about yourself, right? Like I said in the very beginning of this podcast, this is one of those points, those huge heart stones that is not touched upon in any talk show I've seen, in any class I've ever taken. Sociology, any humanities course I've taken, I have not seen this. But when do we start that discovery of what we as people are truly capable of? of achieving. Who are you? How do you discover that? How do you discover the mystery of yourself to yourself? How do you find that out? This is one of those ways. This is one of those golden keys I'm handing you, right? And so I'm going to be doing 
a, I'm going to be starting a weekly show now. It's going to be on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'm still kind of think of the name. Maybe it'll be Winning with Trevor, uh, you know, 6 p.m. Central. Something simple like that, perhaps. Uh, but you can find it on my Facebook page. That's www.facebook.com slash Trevor Goodchild Inc. That's facebook.com slash Trevor Goodchild I-N-C. And at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time this Saturday, I'll be doing my first of a weekly series, a weekly show on Facebook Live. And I'll be addressing various things. Each week, I'm probably going to have a free giveaway of a valuable personal development tool, uh, a kit, a take-home kit, a, an e-book of sorts that you can have for free. And it'll be included with pretty much every single broadcast that I do. Uh, every week. So that's coming up. That's exciting. Please feel free to tune in, join the tribe. And that's again, facebook.com slash Trevor Goodchild INC. This coming up Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. It'll be a weekly uh, show. And so I'm going to be addressing the myths of happiness on that uh, broadcast. So these are all tools at your disposal that you can definitely use to better yourself and better your life. I care about other people really becoming their best self because I've done it. I mean, I'm not my best self. I know that I can still do better. I'm still on that journey. But I've seen amazing things happen. And amazing, beautiful relationships between myself and other people have happened uh, because of the fact that I took responsibility for who I was who I'm going to become, and it's that gateway drug to awesomeness, right? Personal responsibility is your gateway drug to awesomeness. So keep that in mind, brave, young skywalkers of this universe in a galaxy far, far away. Well, I believe that wraps it up. Uh, again, you can subscribe to my email newsletter at trevorwgoodchild.com slash subscribe. Get a friendly, happy Tuesday newsletter every week with some cool anecdotes, cool images, and cool life tips. And you can also get my free ebook at trevorwgoodchild.com slash free gift, and that'll help change your life for the better for helping to nourish those healthy relationships in your life and help you develop the skills that you need to succeed. Well, that wraps up another episode of Winning with Trevor, your no BS guide to self-improvement. I truly wish you a wonderful rest of your day or your evening or your morning. I sincerely hope that you follow some of these tips to help your life improve because when you improve, everything else around you improves and it's a ripple effect that helps us well become a better place. Thanks again, Thanks again. And, salutations. and salutations. Have a great day. It means seeing your flaws, accepting them, and realizing I can do better. So these are just a few thoughts to think about on this podcast. This is Winning with Trevor, signing off. Appreciate your ears, your minds, and the time that you spend contemplating how you can be successful.